Welcome to CollegeCast for pharmacy practice news, views and updates brought to you by the Pharmaceutical Society of New Zealand. Join us to find out about tips and tools for immediate benefit to your practice and learn about current practice topics and innovations driving the future of pharmacy. In this episode, we have Diana Phone with us. Learn about Diana's career path so far and some of the services she and other pharmacists are providing at Pharmacy. Welcome, Diana, and thank you for joining us on CollegeCast today. Yep, so kia to all the listeners. Um, first of all, thank you, Sharina, for having me um, as a part of this podcast series. I think it is an awesome initiative with some really good mix of topics going on. Excellent. Thank you very much. Now, you're working in a community pharmacy, and you're providing a number of different services in that pharmacy. And you're also involved in some other DHB projects as well. Now, before we discuss these in a little bit more detail, can you tell me briefly about your career path so far? Yes. Um, so I am originally from Fiji, and I completed my Bachelor of Pharmacy from Otago in 2009 before moving to Auckland to do my internship. Um, so I've been living, in, uh, living and walking in Auckland ever since. Um, I also completed my postgrad diploma in clinical pharmacy from Otago in 2016. Um, my walk life is currently divided between Waimaka Village Pharmacy as the clinical lead for the Owning My Gut service at Counties Manukau and as the clinical lead for the Safety in Practice Community Pharmacy program. So you're balancing you know, several different roles in effect right now, aren't you? Yes. Now, you mentioned that you're working at my Waimaiku Village Pharmacy. How long have you worked there for so far? So I joined Waimaiku in 2014. Um, so yeah, the, my boss, Robbie Hannon, and my colleagues at Waimaiku Pharmacy have had an enormous impact in shaping me into the pharmacist I am today. And how would you describe your relationship with your local GPs? We have a very close walking relationship with the, do, with the two general practice teams in the village. Um, we all have this collective vision of providing good quality, um, safe, efficient, patient-centered care, and hence we design and deliver models of care that helps us achieve this aim. Robbie has invested a lot of time and effort in building that relationship and that mm. trust with the GP team. To us, walking together is not about stepping on anyone's toes. Um, rather, it's about complementing each other's unique skill sets to provide good quality and timely care to our community. Apart from a good walking relationship, we organize social get-togethers as well, which helps further build that relationship. In um, my personal opinion, integrated primary care with patients as partners is the best way forward the demand in our health system is increasing and our resources are finite. Hence, we need to be smart about what we do and how we do it. Taking on from that concept of you know, being smart about what, what you do and, and how you do it, uh, we're going to start talking a little bit about the different services that are being offered in Waimaku Pharmacy currently. Sure. One of the services you provide is the Community Pharmacy Anticoagulation Management Service. Um, another one is the medicine use review service and also you're going to talk to us a little bit about the gout project that you're involved in as well. So when we look at the anticoagulation management service which is shortened to CPAMS, now that was launched nationally in around 2012. 
and your pharmacy has been providing the service for, for a few years now. Can you tell me about the CPM service that your pharmacy is providing? Yes, so Waimaku Pharmacy was one of the early adopter pharmacies for the CPM service. Um, so getting the support of the GP team early on is critical for the implementation of any of these specialized services that we provide. So this service is very highly valued by our patients. They're able to get immediate information and advice, which helps them with adherence. The patients are able to see their graphs and are highly engaged in management of their own INR levels. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, the patients also like the easy access to testing because it's a walk-in service and it's also DHB funded. Um, finger prick testing is also more acceptable to patients compared to a venous blood test. We um, have also seen reduced complications and adverse events. Example, patients are able to receive timely monitoring and advice when they take antibiotics which interact or when patients get discharged from hospital. Um, from memory, uh, evaluations of the CPAMS uh, service have shown that the mean time in therapeutic range for patients is around 78%, which shows that this is a safe and reliable service. Um, our GP and practice nurses have been very supportive as they have seen firsthand how the service works, how it helps free up staff time and the benefits it has for our patients. Excellent. That's great to hear. So you've said that your um, doctors and, and practice nurses have been very supportive. Uh, were you at Waimaku Pharmacy when the service was first implemented? No, I wasn't. So this happened a couple of years before I joined Waimaku. Okay. But the relationship with the general practice staff and yourselves when providing the service and the communication between the two is, um, you'd say, would be uh, pretty robust? Yes, yes. It took time and effort. And mm. as I mentioned earlier, Robbie has spent a lot of time in building that trust and that relationship. Mm. And one of the other services that you are providing at Wamaku Pharmacy is the medicine use review service. Tell me yes. a little bit about the, the MUR service at your pharmacy. Yes, um, so we've been providing the MUR service at Wamaku for about four years now. Um, earlier this year, we had our um, service audit, the HDC um, service audit which was a great opportunity for us to evaluate and look at ways of improving our service delivery and getting patients' feedback as well. Mm -hmm. So one of the things we realized was that most of our referrals were internal, so from within the pharmacy team, and now we're working on increasing awareness amongst the GP team and the community. We have already started seeing patients self-referring themselves or their friends of R for an MUR review. Great. Um, so in terms of benefits, um, I'll share with you a story of one of our patients. Um, he was an elderly gentleman who lived with his wife and sister-in-law. Um, all three have mobility problems, significant health burden, polypharmacy, medication adherence problems, and are taking high-risk medicines such as warfarin. On average, they would visit the GP every three to four days. They lived a fair distance away from the medical center. Um, and they had to climb many stairs to navigate at home. Um, his wife had dementia, his sister-in-law had memory difficulties. So right. this patient was really struggling to help the other two with their needs and their medications on top of his own. 
So the pharmacies and technicians got on board. Um, we enrolled all three into medicines management services. Personalized strategies were established um, in collaboration with the GPs and nurses. Uh, we organized medicines ad into adherence packs for them. Their medicine supply was also synchronized, so pharmacy staff would anticipate medicine's needs and arrange it with the GPs and nurses. INR monitoring um, was also done in the pharmacy. So as a result of these interventions, um, their GP visits dropped to less than one visit per month, which meant about 200 kilometer less travel per month. Um, their preparation and travel time reduced by about 14 hours a month. Um, there was a financial saving of about $300 per month, which included costs such as petrol, prescription and GP fees, and coffee and meals due to outing. They were a happier couple due to the reduced interventions and less nursing time, but most importantly, their quality of life improved significantly. So, um, in summary, enhanced communication between all the care team members ensures the outcome is for the patients is the right first time. This has resulted in like direct cost savings for the patients as well as the GP and pharmacy business through timely interventions and less follow-up. That's an excellent example of on for three people to be visiting their GP every three or four days to less than a visit a month. I mean, yes. that's, that's huge, isn't it? Yes, definitely. And, and I'm sure most of my colleagues see many patients like this in, in their practice. Indeed. Another service that you're involved in is the Owning My Gout service. Can you tell me a little bit more about the service? Yeah, sure. Um, so the burden of gout on our health system and on our people is well known and documented. Gout is also an equity disease, so it disproportionately affects more marine and Pacific people. If we look at barriers um, to effective management of gout, they're quite multifactorial. So example, not adhering to best practice guidelines, um, delaying initiation of preventative therapy, or suboptimal dosing and monitoring. Patient barriers also play a significant role, such as cost, time, transportation, perception and beliefs, and lack of understanding of guts and its management, or the long-term effects if left untreated. So the Owning My Gut service aims to address some of these barriers to make gut management in primary care more collaborative, patient-centered, and accessible for the patients. Um, in the Owning My Gout service, the patients are walking with their GPs, nurses, and community pharmacists to optimize therapy. So patients get their blood urate levels monitored in the pharmacy um, using a point of care meter, so similar to the CPAM service, which mm -hmm. makes monitoring more accessible to patients. Um, via a standing order, pharmacists titrate allopurinol doses to decrease serum, serum urate levels to below target to reduce the risk of further gout attack. Um, the pharmacists also provide tailored education and support to patients using the Stop Gout booklet and the health literacy framework. Um, we are currently piloting the service at six general practices and seven pharmacies in the county's region, and our, and our results so far have been missing. The GPs and nurses we work with are very supportive as they're able to see how it benefits their patients as well as their practice. Uh, we're also working on expanding the service further, both regionally and nationally. So when it comes to referrals of patients into the service, is it the GPs that refer 
patients with gout into the service or are, are there other avenues? It could be anything. It could be a GP that sees a patient acutely. It could be a nurse that is following up with a patient. It could be a pharmacy when a patient walks into the pharmacy asking for Volcarin for gout, or it could be a patient themselves. Uh, we are hoping that in the future, as the service grows, we will be able to get secondary care services such as community health or rheumatology or even acute um, departments in the hospital to refer patients into the service. Great. So having those linkages in place. Yes. So you've discussed you know, three services that are being provided at Waimaku Pharmacy, all of which involve a, a reasonable amount of collaboration with the GP practices. Two of them involve working understanding orders with those practices as well. Overall, would you say that the, the GP practices and teams are supportive of all these services that we've discussed so far? Yes, um, we have been privileged to have GP teams that are supportive of the work we do. But we also need to invest in that relationship and building that trust. Um, mm. It is important that we all understand that the aim is to make better use of available resources in this rapidly growing and demanding health system. Mm. It's about sharing workload and addressing barriers just to make care that is more accessible and convenient for our patients. What is your advice to pharmacists who are wanting to either be part or develop new services or to begin providing some of these services that we have discussed today and maybe don't know how to start or don't know whether it's a good idea or not, what would your advice be to them? Hmm. So just be brave, take risks. I think nothing can substitute experience. Um, hmm. Be inquisitive. I like to know about the different programs and services that are happening around New Zealand. If I quite like something, I connect with someone who has done work in the area and share ideas. Um, also, invest in your personal growth as well. Um, learning does not have to be limited to clinical knowledge. Example, one of the things, things I'm quite interested in at the moment is quality improvement knowledge and skills. And whatever learnings I get from there, I am able to apply to the different projects I'm working on. And one of the things that you touched on just now is, is finding contacts. Yes. So having those linkages, talking to people who have done this before, um, which should be incredibly important. Thank you so much for your time today, Diana, in discussing some of the services that are currently being provided at Waimaku Pharmacy. I know this doesn't cover all of the roles, because you're also part of the safety and practice team as well, and we hope to have you back to discuss that particular project sometime soon as well. Sure, thank you. I'd love to be back. Excellent. Thanks very much. Okay, thank you. And thank you to the listeners for tuning in. College Education and Training provides MUR training and you can enrol in this course in the Resource and Learning Directory on the PSNZ website. We also provide CPAMS training for pharmacies who have a CPAMS contract with their DHBs. Contact us on college at psnz.org.nz for enrolment details. Like our College Facebook page to keep up to date with our available courses. CollegeCast is brought to you by the College Education and Training Business Unit of the Pharmaceutical Society of New Zealand. All views of our guests in these episodes are their own. <laughs>